Hey, Healthyish fam. Thank you for tuning in again or welcome if this is your first time at listening to the Body and Soul podcast. I am Felicity Harley. Now, don't you think glowy, clear skin has become a bit of a status symbol? Think Zoe Floster Blake, Abby Chatfield, their skin is just luminous. Well, today we're going to help you brighten up your skin too with food. Belinda Kirkpatrick is a naturopath nutritionist specialising in women's hormones and fertility, and she's been doing that for 15 years, so she knows her stuff. And she's going to tell us exactly what to eat for better skin. Belinda is also up on Extra Healthyish, where she talks about what to eat to boost your fertility. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Belinda, welcome into the Body and Soul HQ. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you for having me. Now, skin, health, I love talking about this. Talk to us about the impact of what we eat. What impact does it have on our skin? You know, our skin, I think, is absolutely such a reflection of what we eat. Now, saying that, there's also people that are really healthy that might be struggling with, you know, pigmentation or acne breakouts or, you know, so it's not sort of like necessarily, oh, well, that's because you're unhealthy. So I definitely don't want anybody to think that. However, with nearly everything, there's definitely things that we can be doing to kind of optimize, you know, our skin by optimizing our health from within. What about the role of the gut because I feel like we talk a a lot about gut health on this podcast and it does impact our skin health. So should you eat for your gut or should you eat for your skin or is it just a matter of both? Such a good question. Um, it's absolutely a matter of both. Um, our gut absolutely is, is you know, the, the root of everything. You know, if your gut's not healthy, you're not absorbing your nutrients and minerals, you know, our gut bacteria, we know how important that is for everything. And our skin actually has its own microbiome as well. So it's really important that wow. we're looking after that bacterial balance on our skin, within our skin, it's within our pores and our gut too. So there's definitely a crossover. So talk us through some specific vitamins, minerals, nutrients. You know, if we are thinking, right, I want to eat for better skin. Yep. Can you? Top line. Top line. What should we be looking for in terms of specific things. Yeah. So look, you know, it's really boring to kind of say, but like it's generally just a healthy diet, right? So the more unprocessed food that you have, you're going to notice that pretty much across the board. When we're looking at skin though, I would say that the top things I would be thinking about are hydration, Are you drinking enough water, herbal teas, liquids? Most of us aren't. You need to be getting at least 30 mils of water per kilo of body weight. So if you weigh 70 kilos, that'd be 2.1 liters per day, plus more for exercise. Okay. Okay, That seems like a lot. Yeah. So it's a lot. And every cup of tea, coffee, and alcohol is like minus a glass of water because of its diuretic effect. Oh, jeez. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's not just like, oh, two liters. If you're smaller, you can drink less. If you're bigger, you actually just need to drink more. So water is really important. Food-wise, I would say protein is essential. Most of the women that I see in my clinic do not consume enough protein. They can be very, very healthy, but they may not be having protein much at all until the end of the day. Now, that's going to affect mood, energy, pretty much everything, but absolutely skin as well. So protein and water, fresh vegetables. Are you getting four to five cups of vegetables every day? 
okay, and ideally one to two pieces of whole fruit. Uh, fruit gets poor old fruit gets demonised a bit, but <laughs> does. does have lots in there that's really good for our skin health. And so I think focusing more on what to have rather than what not to have. If you're like okay, one or two pieces of whole fruit, four to five cups of veggies and salad, good quality proteins and water. I mean, you should be pretty full by now. You know, so if you have some other stuff, fine, cool. But, you know, focusing on those things is really important. How can we get more protein into our day early? Because that's a really interesting point because I have read that, that mm. lots of women fall down the protein, which is one thing we think, well, hang on, we, don't, we shouldn't worry about protein. We should worry about things like vitamin D and zinc and everything. Yeah. So how can we make sure we cover off that? Yep. Protein quota. So making sure that you're having a good quality protein source with each meal and most snacks. So in the morning, it might be you're doing, say, a chia seed pudding. It could be a protein. Um, I like yogurt, sorry. A lot of them have naturally high levels of protein. I mean, there's the ones that have the added, but a lot of them you can compare actually have naturally high um, levels of protein anyway. You could be doing eggs. You could be doing salmon. Um, for those of you who love your bread, you can even get higher protein toasts, higher protein, lower carb. Maybe pop on there some, you know, hummus. Um, if you're open to eating outside the square, it might be a dal or some lentils or a chicken soup. You know, you don't have to always do you know, the kind of traditional breakfast. Yeah. Well, that's a great um, point because I do think a lot of women do struggle with getting the protein mm. in and we probably need to be more mindful. Yeah. Like, and if you're okay, doing protein. a smoothie, which lots of people are, you know, add some collagen, amazing for skin, or even a, a protein powder, particularly if you're vegetarian or vegan, you might need that little bit of extra sort of supplemental protein. But certainly even a scoop of um, collagen powder has probably around about 10 grams of protein. So you can pop that in there, some nuts and seeds, some yummy fruit, milk or water of your choice and boom, you've got, you know, a high protein breakfast that will keep your energy levels stable, improve your or support good skin health um, and help your mood through the day as well. Do you have collagen powder? Do you take it? I love collagen powder, yes. Okay, so you're you're a fan. And I advocate. am a fan, yeah. Look, I think the thing with collagen powder is that, look, one of the reasons I love it, it doesn't taste so I actually just, when I get to work in the morning, I do a hoop, a heap hooped, a heaped tablespoon, <laughs> excuse me, of um, marine collagen into a cup of tea. So I actually often have, and this is a skin one as well, a cup of nettle leaf and spearmint leaf tea when I get to work. So I put them both together. So nettle leaf, amazing for skin, lots of trace nutrients, really detoxifying, great for your liver, really improves your skin integrity. Spearmint leaf, for those of you who might be struggling with some breakouts or maybe even some acne and hormonal things, two cups of spearmint tea a day, not peppermint, actual spearmint, has actually been shown to reduce excess testosterone, which can increase the amount of sebum in your pores, oh, wow. which can lead to blockages and breakouts. So that's a great little one to kind of have. It doesn't have to be all supplements. You can be doing it through food and, and herbal teas are quite powerful as well. Great tip. Now, just before you go, I w there's a bit of internet chatter about this three-day diet for clearer skin. Can you actually improve your skin in three days? through diet or does it take a bit longer? Look, I mean, you're not going to suddenly have no wrinkles and no pimples and perfect skin. However, doing a little reset, I'm not sure exactly what the details of the diet are, but any sort of like healthy reset, unprocessed foods, take out your tea, coffee, sugar, 
bump up your veggies, is going to reset you, which will then start to kind of be lay the basis for skin um, and get you started in the right direction. But you guys have to remember, skin is often one of the last things to kind of improve. It takes quite a long time for skin turnover. So what we're looking at is trying to get skin that is healthy, um, has great kind of integrity, you know, lots of moisture in there, no, you know, trying to minimize wrinkles and things like that for you know, years, yeah. not necessarily for tomorrow. Belinda, thank you for coming on Healthish. Thank you for having me, Felicity. Well, if you do one thing today, it is try and drink more water. If you want more from us, just jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. You can follow us on social media and it'll be great if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until next time you listen, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. 